I just wanted to let you know I'm so excited to share with you that the doors are now open to my new course, Faith Fueled Joy. You guys, it's been a labor of love, and we will officially start the modules in January, but I'm going to have a whole month in December of things to get you started so that you can step into more joy, you can step into more peace and calm in your life, and that you can really step into the role and the type of day that God has intended for us. So I'm so, so excited. So if anybody that signs up between now and mid-December, you're going to get all sorts of extras, extra um, modules to kind of get the holidays kick-started in a calmer way. And then we'll start the official four-week course in January. So this is really for any of you, just like myself, that were feeling like daily life was weighing you down, or maybe that life is full of so many responsibilities and obligations that there was no time to increase or deepen your faith, have more meaningful relationships, step into or reignite your passion, your creativity, and and just have a calmer spaces and do more for ourselves so that we have more well-being. And so that's what the course is about. I'd love for you to learn more at faithfueledjoy.com. And by the end of the course, you can expect to find more balance and joy that you're craving through meaningful breaks. And this is going to be together with a community of women to support and encourage us that will help us stay on track and achieve our goals. But I want you to say goodbye to the chaos and embrace the life where balance means nurturing your faith, relationships, and passions one meaningful break at a time. I can't wait to connect with you all and take you through the strategies and tools and the research-based insights that have changed my life and other women's as well. You guys, let's create a life that's flowing with joy, faith, and purpose together. Once again, go check out all the information about the course at faithfueledjoy.com. Hi, beautiful friends, and welcome back to the show. Today is going to be a short episode, but I want to dig into what if, what if we showed up in our day? What if we showed in our life a little bit different than we might be now? So we're going to dig into that and what I mean by that. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God in what he has for us? I'm Kristen. I'm an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have a lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God and design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God and your family, This is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. All right, all right, here we go. So I was driving through my neighborhood earlier this morning. I had to run to the grocery store, and it was was basically the time that the elementary school was, you know, it was really busy because the kids were getting dropped off. The buses were unloading kids, and I live right across the street from the school or basically across the street. I'm in a court. But so I'm driving through and there's a crosswalk guard, you know, either a teacher or a volunteer, you know, waiting there for any kids that might come to cross. And so as I'm going by really slowly, right, because while there was no kids, you know, you still want to make sure, you know, no one runs out or anything like that. So as I'm walking by or as I'm driving by, the crossing guard's just standing there, you know, just kind of staring off, if you will, because there was no one crossing, no one coming. And so I was waving to her. I don't particularly know her, but I was waving and smiling. 
And once she realized it, she got this big smile on her face and she waved back. And I thought about that and it kind of struck me funny because, you know, I think it was yesterday I was driving through the neighborhood and I'm waving, you know, at a gentleman I saw. I don't know him. I don't live in a tiny place, right? It's, um, I forget how many people live in, in my a city, but I think it's maybe it's 850,000, 560 to 850,000. I, I forget the number. But the point is, is it's not a small town. So my neighborhood, you know, it's plenty big. I, I don't know everyone, but I see some of the same people regularly, but plenty of people I don't. So anyways, I waved at him and he waved back and I just thought, gosh, what if we just showed up with more kindness, with more friendliness, and we are more inviting throughout our day? Now, some of us are this way. I, I tend to be that person. I say to ho- hello to people that I don't know regularly, right? Walking down the street uh, when I'm uh, at the grocery store, or, you know, wherever I might be. And I know this also can depend on where you live or culturally what you were, you know, how you were raised and, and were you kind of distanced off from people or were you more, you know, you going to talk to someone, you know, whomever the person was. And anyways, it got me thinking and I thought, gosh, how unfortunate that I, I noticed so many people driving by, walking by, interact or could be interacting with people. And yet they choose to divert their eyes. They choose to be distracted they choose to not engage. But here's what I'm here. I'm here to say that we are asked and I think called to engage with other people, right? To be different. And I don't think by allowing ourselves to be distracted when there's other people around, allowing ourselves to think that it's okay to almost ignore the person walking by us or even in the car, you know, like as we're walking or driving by a person. So I just thought, what if we just asked ourselves, could I be a little bit more friendly here in this moment? Could I be a little more inviting? Could I be a little kinder? Oh, you know, a little more loving, even if that's just saying hello, or I hope you have a great day, or gosh, that looks great on you. And then I, I had saved something on Instagram the other day because a a gentleman that I'm not very familiar with had posted about the same topic. And it really kind of struck me, you know, and now I just thought of it today that I wanted to share it. But he basically explains that he used to always hold doors for people where he lived. Maybe he said he lived in the South before and he always did that, right? He was always polite and held the door for people, Uh, which I, you know, more from the South as well. It's Virginia. So we're kind of on the border there. But he said, then I moved to LA and nobody held the door. You know, people just walked in, didn't even regard the person behind them. And finally, something happened to him and an older woman, he walked through the door because he became hardened to that pattern. He allowed his environment to change his actions, to change how he showed up in the world. And he said he had really hardened his heart to the fact that he was getting angry that when he would hold the door for people, nobody would say thank you and they'd kind of ignore him. And so it irritated him. and it. it It dug under his skin and it hardened his heart, if you will. And so what happened is he really uh, stayed that way for some time. And then this, this older woman was right behind him. He goes in a door, wasn't paying attention to all who's behind him. And she says, she says something to him about him not, you know, respect, being respectful and holding the door. And it's like, it hit him, right? Like a ton of books, bricks, like, wow. He had allowed this environment to change him because it made him bitter 
that people weren't being thankful or appreciative. And then he realized, I never held the door before for the thank you. I never held the door before to get this acknowledgement or this, this accolade, right? It wasn't, about, it wasn't about getting a pat on the back. It was about showing up in our lives as the best version of ourselves from a Christian perspective, right? And so it's doing the extra thing, being more approachable, uh, waiting an extra minute out of your day, even if you have a busy schedule, to get, let the person behind you in, holding the door for somebody that's coming in before you go out. It just shows uh, respect. It shows regard for that person. It shows that you see them as a human being, right? And, and that you took a minute to care, if you will, right? That we are showing this common courtesy to someone else. And I just thought, oh my gosh, if if we all showed up in our day this way, you know, everyone, but especially as Christians, if we would stop giving excuses to our choices and our behavior in such that we're choosing that we're busy as an excuse, we're choosing that, well, they're they're a minute, you know, they're 30 seconds behind me. So I'm not going to stand here waiting. I'm just going to go or my hands are full. But I think we, we make more excuses than just saying, I want to be the person that's the door holder. I want to be the person that smiles at every single person that I come across. I want to be the person that says hello. I want to be the person that waves to people I don't know. So I don't know about you, but in my heart today, this hit me as I was driving to the grocery store because what I know to be true is that our world is too filled with darkness, with distraction. It's too filled with uh, disdain. It's filled with opposition or like a, what do you call polarizing, you know, opinions and politics and everything else. But we need to get back to the basics. We need to get back to the basics of how and what it means to be a good human what it means to be a good person, what it means to be a Christian. And I think we allow our culture to dictate our behavior and then we justify it. And of course, this, the example I'm giving today is something very small and simple, but let's be honest. If we magnify this or, or put it out further, we talk about how our hearts have been hardened. Okay. It's the people and the families and the friends that I see that aren't speaking to family members. They're not speaking to friends because they have different political views because they don't even see that their heart has been hardened. They don't even see that they've allowed a cultural opinion, a political position to harden their hearts and to turn their backs on their family or friends. It's the same thing. We're talking about taking responsibility for our our actions, our thoughts, and then being honest and open about where has our heart been hardened and where do we need to ask God to help soften us back up so that we can show up as a Christian, as we can show up in the first thing that we're doing is showing up in love. Because I can promise you, if you're holding a grudge, if you're pissed because your parent or your son or your daughter-in-law or your best friend has it opposite views of you, uh, whether that's about medical stuff or politics or whether it's about anything else, you know, faith views, or maybe it's views on, uh, you know, different rights. The point is we can disagree with someone and still respect them and show them kindness and love 
and still be all the things we're asked to be. And yet when we aren't showing up that way, we need to check ourselves and we need to say, where has my heart been hardened? For some reason, we think that because someone doesn't disagree or doesn't agree with us, that they're wrong, that they're the problem, that this other viewpoint is the problem, those other people. But when are we taking accountability for our own opinions, our own actions and our thoughts? And when are we taking responsibility for what's in our heart? Because if that's how we're showing up in the world, let me tell you what's in there. There's bitterness, there's anger, there might be hatred, there's hurt. There's all the things that are probably the opposite or very close to the opposite of love because those things aren't love. And so my question to myself and to all of you is, how often are we taking a personal assessment of how we're acting, our behaviors, our thoughts, and how we're treating other humans, both those close to us and those far away and those we don't even know? Because we aren't asked to give someone our opinion. We aren't asked to judge those people. We're asked to show up in love. And so that's all I wanted to share today is I just think if we we take small steps, we are more accepting, we're more opened, we're more inviting, right? We have the hospitality of Jesus, right? Of the gospel. This is when our hearts start to get opened and these small actions become very easy for us the more we do it. I get it. It's uncomfortable if you haven't done it and you've you've kind of been the person that you maybe like I saw, um, I think it was Tucker Carlson said when he lived in New York City, people just walk down the street, right? They they don't really interact for the most part, right? There's tons of people, or at least there used to be walking down the streets, you're hustling. And he said when he walked, he was there, you know, people didn't really talk to you. And when they did, you were kind of rushing off. So it was like, hey, hey, okay, bye. Then he said he moved. I don't know where he lives, but in a smaller town and it's a slower pace. He said, now everybody kind of wants to talk to you and you know, it takes time. And at first he said, I didn't even realize it, but I would be kind of like, okay, God, I got to go. got to go. See you later. But then he realized it's in those moments. That's where the magic happens. Connection, right? It's people caring about you, people that want to know about you. Even if you're talking about mundane things, you're showing each other a common courtesy, a kindness, an invitation into a conversation, which is a relationship. So I think it's time to just reflect on how we're showing up in the world. And is it the best version of how we want to be? Is it the version that we've seen the examples and been modeled by Christ in in the Bible of how we're supposed to show up? So that's all I want to share with you today. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed weekend. I will see you back next week. Thanks again for listening to the show. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you could take a minute to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps our show get discovered by more people. And if you'd like to be encouraged in your faith and in your life, go on to kristenfitch.com and sign up to get my newsletter. I have lots of freebies and lots of inspiration and encouragement that'll be coming your way. And I would love it if you joined part of our community.